This episode is sponsored to you by Leg Up Network, a company here to help for all students find a job during these hard times. So if you're interested, by all means, check it out at legupnetwork.com and be sure to use the code REALTALK. Now, please welcome Sally, Emily, and Reva as we talk about the fashion industry and the issues that are arising. I hope you enjoy. They are broski. When we get spasticated, we chat shit. That's what. That's what I want in this country. Question three. It says. How do you think mainstream media, from the fashion magazines to the fashion weeks that we talked about before, has changed to accommodate the new wave of independent creators? Has it accommodated also the consumers? Um, can the fashion industry still become even more accessible and inclusive? What are your thoughts? So I think social media has kind of taken a huge lead in showcasing and accommodating independent creators. I think it's become easier than ever to build up a following and to get your name out there. And I think that's probably the the most key element, but in regards to becoming more inclusive, I think it's going to happen through digitalization. And I think the fashion industry, whether we like it or not, is going to become more digital. Um, And that kind of, allows more opportunity for anybody to get involved. And I I think it's all about connection. And I think it's all about having all these opportunities online, but you can pretty much educate yourself and start creating anything yourself just throughout the internet. And, And I think that's, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, whether it's good that it's inclusive or not, you know, there's always been a little bit of like exclusivity in the fashion industry that's made it exciting. It's been something to like reach. You want to get invited to these shows and, and stuff. Um, but I think it's just, it's going to happen inevitably through becoming more digital. Yeah, there's like, there's so many like videos online that can just teach you how to make illustrations, how to like make a top. I feel like that it's making it like so much easier for like people to want to start like a little brand or something because all you need to do you don't you don't have to do the course you could you just go on youtube and search how can i sew this and it'll tell you so it's definitely like making it like the whole digital thing is definitely making it a lot easier for people to get involved with fashion I think accessibility is one of those things that with social media and like the internet it's become so easy so anyone can create but it's one of those things that the media itself has kind of dictated like since probably the 70s now um, have dictated what the ideal body type is what the ideal um, you know skin color is and stuff and they've whitewashed um, campaigns and they've done stuff like that and now that people can create and share online and it can get views even though you might not have that many followers because there's hashtags or things like that I think that's the new wave of trying to get inclusivity and like kind of into the fashion industry because it's normal people because you don't some people don't see themselves represented in campaigns or represented in clothing sizes or things like that so I think social media has definitely been like the next step to kind of giving the push for like inclusivity in all aspects really 
Yeah, it's definitely accommodated designers or creators. If you want to create something, it's easier now than it ever has been. Like set up an online shop, make what you want to do, what you want to make and then sell it. And I think it has also accommodated consumers in that sense because it's so much easier for anybody to have a say in what happens. And this is, again, relating to your earlier question, like the only way anything is ever going to change in the industry is if people want it. And I think being so accessible, seeing every a new post from a brand every day and being able to, to like look at their history and Google and research into them, that is accommodating for consumers. They're way more involved than they ever have been. You know, it's, it's no longer you just look at a magazine and then you phone them and, and order it or you go into a store and you buy what you see. You get to be a part of every step of a brand, you know, depending on their level of transparency. And I think, I don't know how much I'm excited to see if it's it's going to change even drastically, even, even more drastically, but I think it's really just social media and the internet has connected us with, with the industry more so than ever. Yeah, I agree. And I, I feel more now than ever going on social media, it's so easy to just tag your friend in something and say, oh, look at this brand. And that is like now how brands are really like getting recognized, like such small brands. Uh, for example, like, like growing up, I, I'm such a small person. I really struggled to find clothes that would fit me. It all so long on me. And uh, so it was so annoying because of it, like, I, obviously it, at that time like social media and all these little brands that kind of make niche markets like wasn't a big thing but I think now I'm so happy that like I can go on social media and like have a search of like small brands which actually like accommodate for like say me that's really small and I can actually find something which fits so yeah I have that complete opposite I'm really tall and I'm quite <laughs> I'm quite um small and then oh, it's completely different. We're, we stand next to each other. It's ridiculous. She's five foot and I'm five foot eight. So it's completely, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. But it, it, you know, for inclusivity at all. But yeah, no, I completely agree. It's one of those things that when I was growing up and I was like 13 years old, I was like, why are why is everyone wearing jeans? And like, they don't have a gap between their trainers. Like I, like my jeans are so short. But no, it, I think inclusivity is like for all different people and it, social media has definitely helped. And it, it creates confidence within the consumer to like have a look around. And also with small companies that are starting up on social media, they can get input from consumers and they can change their product to suit consumers. And then more people will buy it because they're listening to consumers and they care about what consumers say. And like that's just kind of the support that a lot of consumers want that these biz, big like fashion fast fashion businesses can't give you. And I think that's kind of a key as well into becoming more inclusive is all these companies, these conglomerates that hold so much power. I think they kind of need to be taken down a little bit, you know, like Vogue and, and their covers being more or less diverse and more and less inclusive. I think the the way you will get the industry to be as inclusive as possible is from taking power away from all of these companies that hold so, so much. Like, that's the only way to kind of open the doors to let everybody feel like they're a part of it. 
Yeah, it is, it is really good at the moment. I like such big brands who've like, been getting away um, with like their lack of diversity and inclusivity for so many years. Like, it's really good to see people now finally like taking a stand against brands and like sharing posts and be like, look what this brand has been doing for all this time. Like, yeah, I think that's just it's just great that it's like fi- like oh, like finally starting to happen more. Yeah, it's difficult though because it, you like you say that it's happening more, but is it they're just using um, like they are like they're being pushed into a corner and they might want to be more inclusive. So, say there's Vogue, they've um, re- they've recently in the last three years started putting plus size women on the covers, such as Ashley Graham. But Ashley Graham is um, white, curvy, hourglass, absolutely stunning. And she's still kind of the ideal body type, whereas there's completely other um, like other nationalities and shapes that aren't being represented. It's kind of like their version of plus size, not, you know, society's version of plus size, like reality itself. Yeah, like a token woman of colour or like queer girl or, or exactly. she's plus size, but she's plus size in the most, yeah, like you said, the most perfect like hourglass curvy way. And that's also a thing of like, there's there's no space for normal people yet. If you're a normal height, I'm like five seven, five six or whatever. And like have a normal body type, that's, that's not represented anywhere. Models, whether plus sized or not, they're, they tend still to be five foot 10. And they, they're still, they may be plus size, but it's always in the most ideal way that looks best for the industry. And I think it's time to really take a step and to be like, show everybody, like really the normal people. Yeah, there's, so, there's still so much more to be done, really. Like, I think a lot of bands at the moment are still doing the whole token thing. Yeah, like you look at a campaign and there'd be one, like literally one person of colour in like a campaign and they're like, 10 white people who all like have a perfectly skinny and they've got a tiny waist yeah even if they're curvy like these girls still have like tiny waists and it's like how like that is like how like that is not like a normal body that everyone has so it is annoying to like every time like looking on a website and just looking at a person it's like oh that's just not realistic it's, oh. yeah that's now sorry you okay so so companies they're inclusive but they're inclusive in a way that helps them yeah i think it's time to be inclusive in a way that helps everybody exactly they're just trying to make themselves look better and the thing is their resistance doesn't help the situation their their resistance going through this process of putting someone that they think looks nice and is you know kind of representing reality but kind of not is completely the issue itself like if they had just gone to you know and like a normal casting or things like that they can find normal people because normal people walk around every day every every height every weight every nationality walk around around you every single day and you know what reality is but picking the best parts of reality kind of like social media when you post you know the best moments the highlights is the problem because everyone has this pedestal or like kind of this thing to like strive for but like it doesn't exist like at all yeah yeah completely well said i mean stick one to them right just expose <laughs> everyone and just go for it no it's really good insight i i think that's something that 
I, I'm fortunate enough to see firsthand that there is a shift and transition phase right now to include every kind of style, every kind of person, but then yet it looks like it's benefiting them, like the companies, I mean, more than it is actually for society as a whole. Um, but to do as our, as we did previously, to do our final remarks, you guys talked about social media a little bit beforehand. Now is the perfect time if you guys want. We're going to link your social media if you choose to. Talk about your guys' projects and what you guys got going on. If you guys have any fashion-related um, social media links that you want the audience members to take a look at, I bet they would love to see. I mean, I, I saw on the list that the other girls have their project um, Instagrams, and, and I have mine up there too, but it, it's not... Yeah. I'm not I don't I'm not in production I'm not making clothes um but for me it's it's really just it was an it was part of our assignment to like document it um and so I'm going to keep using it while I'm in school but whether it's interesting or not it just it's about like graphics and fashion. but don't be shy you I, I I follow you on TikTok and you have fashion and design there all over it and you're semi-famous all right TikTok, <laughs> you, you got views I mean, I mean, that's another thing, like, for me, I, I want to use it. I've kind of, I'm fed up with TikTok in the sense of, like, mindless scrolling, and it just uh -huh. needs to feed your short attention span. So, yeah, if anybody's interested, I'm, my goal for this year is to turn it into something more creative and, like, do something with it. Um, but aside from that, I don't know. It's just, like, a subtle exploration into what's going on in my university, really. A subtle flex there as well. All right. Subtle She's flex. being humble yeah. right there. What about you, what about you two? Uh, Olivia? Um, yeah, so I was just I had I had my Instagram linked. Um, it was, I haven't got too many followers or anything like that. I just I just post all my work on there like that I've been doing from uni for the in the past two years and like some of my projects on there. I kind of I, I love looking at like meaningful conceptual fashion. So we will look at like diversity, women's empowerment. That was the last project I did. I focused on looking at like um, I just focused on how how I could make a garment which someone would put on and feel like I look great in it I feel empowered like yeah that's what I like to do cool my social media is more like so with my Instagram it's more of a timeline of how I've progressed so I started textiles and like when I was completely like really young but I started posting about it when I was like year 11 which is like end of high school um, and so it just shows the progression of how I've grown as a designer and how I've changed. So now I've moved to more of a digital, digital standpoint. And my last project, I did um, wetsuits that are like tech wetsuits that are made from recycled ocean plastic, but also have um, thermal wiring and drying modes on it. Um, and that's like my and I'm really interested in like supporting women in conservation because a lot of the time everyone thinks like the brains behind conservation of um like the world when it comes to like um the ice caps and like going on missions and things they always think about you know male scientists this that and the other whereas it's like no like there's female scientists that help like with all of this and um I did like a collaboration with um the ocean cleanup company and they're uh, like a massive um, cleanup resource in the US and the Pacific and basically I created wetsuits that for them which um, would be used in different missions and things like that but they had detachable legs and sleeves so it made it um, like acclimatized really. 
That is super cool. Um, you guys all are doing amazing things, and I hope you guys keep it up. I hope the best. Um, definitely for all the audience members out there, the, their links will be connected to the episodes, um, and so you for sure can take a look at their stuff. With that being said, I do want to say thank you so much for being on the show, guys. Uh, this was great. I learned a lot. Hopefully the audience members learned a lot, and you guys are more than welcome to come back on the show at any point. Didn't make content upon content.